Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast where we break down every episode of the 10 season show. Today we're talking about season two, episode eight, Wildfire. Mary, what happened this week? Emily Valentine happened this week. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first day of school and most of the gang are at least a little nervous. Brenda encourages Kelly and Donna to help her put together a performance for Hello Day, a concept that's not fully explained but seems to be a talent show the upperclassmen put on for the freshmen. (laughs) Emily Valentine, a transfer student, has arrived at West Beverly on the back of a motorcycle. She has a guitar and skeleton earrings and is pretty much everything 15-year-old me wanted to be. (laughs) Dylan offers to show Emily around L.A. and she agrees. But then she meets Brandon and schedules a date with him for the night after her date with Dylan. She even flirts with Steve. The girls aren't super happy with the way Emily flirts with all the boys. Brenda can't contain her jealousy and lashes out at Emily in front of the whole gang and Cindy and Jim, potentially ruining their plans for Hello Day. Um, David is weirded out when Scott returns from Oklahoma with a very large hat, C&W CDs, explosives, and a gun. It's happening. It's happening. Scott Scanlon came back from Oklahoma. As a cowboy. Obsessed with guns. Oh, Scott. And my biggest question for that was, is there not country music in L.A.? Okay, so I actually tried to look up the history of country music because I feel like it got really popular definitely in the second half of the 90s Mm because you had like... What, Toby Keith and the Dixie Chicks, Shania Twain. Oh, yeah. Like, it became a lot more mainstream and popular mm-hmm. and even when he plays that one song that i didn't know what it was i didn't know what it was either and i like country music yeah and <laughs> later on david was like oh it turns out people actually like that music like stop being a dick david yeah open your mind to more music and it's like even if you don't like the music that doesn't make it non-existent well and that's kind of the thing is you're a DJ, you should be listening to all those different kinds of music. And he's your friend. Yeah, that's the other thing. Just listen to the music. Yeah, when somebody texts me and is like, hey, have you heard this song? I'm like, no, let me check it out. Even if I've never recognized it or even if I do recognize it, but I don't typically like that kind. I'm like, well, if you're asking me to listen to it, like, yeah, I'll listen to it because you're asking me for a reason. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know. When I was in high school, I just spent a lot of time being like, I only listen to this kind of music, and that kind of music is stupid, specifically country. I didn't like country. Mm. And I still don't actively listen to country, but I realized that 15-year-old me was a dick. Well, and ladies in country music is significantly better than men in country music. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Not to be sexist, oppositely, (laughs) but literally, there's so many other country artists who are women that I feel like are more mainstream or at least they're not so rigid in the like country music I'm doing air quotes country music like history and like set Mm -hmm. in that way they're a lot like Casey Musgraves she's country but all the gays love her (laughs) like it's just a fact well and I again I don't know a lot about country so I might be you know oversimplifying things but it does feel like a lot of the guys in country do the same thing like exactly. It is a lot more basic of like they show up looking like Scott in their Stetson hats and their worn out jeans and mm-hmm. I'm going to sing about my truck and beer. Exactly. And then like, yeah, women end up being a lot more varied and like, you know, leaning into other kinds of music as well as country. Well, don't get me wrong. Like there, there's, of course, your prototypical 
female country artists that still talk about stereotypical country oh, yeah. things. But yeah, I, th- I feel like they have to be a little bit more diverse, if not only because they have to separate themselves or they're not getting played on country radio, which is an entirely different discussion that I, I probably say, shouldn't get into. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, I have a totally separate comment that Kay. I thought of on my way over here, going back to our Boy Meets World discussion of last week. Emily Valentine is the Rachel. Ooh. Because all the guys like her. The girls That's true. in Boy Meets World were not mean to her, but the girls in Boy Meets World were not mean. Well, that and I think like Topanga and Corey were already married or engaged. At th- yeah, they were definitely engaged I at this point. I think they were point. engaged, yeah. Yeah, because they got engaged on graduation day. Ridiculous. Of high school. God. <laughs> and then Sean and Angela were on again, off again. And like... Sean, I think, was attracted to Rachel, but he never went after Rachel. But then Jack and Eric definitely loved Rachel. Jack and Eric are basically the Brandon and Dylan at this point. Okay, so Jack's definitely the Dylan. Oh, but we already said Dylan was the Sean. Well, in this scenario. In this scenario. Because Jack is the more attractive one. And Eric is... The goofy one? Yeah, and so is Brandon. Even in this episode, like... Dylan and Brandon are talking about Emily Valentine and Dylan's like, don't make this weird. And he's like, what, me? Weird? <laughs> and Dylan's like, yeah. <laughs> well, and you even open up, yeah, because Jack's the one that always gets all the dates uh-huh. and then Eric's the one that doesn't. And you open up on Brandon dreaming about having four girls all over him. Boobs, just boobs everywhere. Like that and one girl, I was just like, boobs, that's all I see. <laughs> and see, all I noticed was how much pink was in it. Because he was wearing that like, salmony colored shirt mm-hmm. and then two of the girls were in pink and then his drink was in pink that's true and then even boob girl was lavender yeah so it's like almost pink <laughs> it's almost pink. It's, uh pink adjacent pink adjacent i like that yeah. um, um but we also get brandon's or jason Priestley's like opening credit thing yeah. too with his like weird I glasses i was in all caps i was like it's the shot from the opening <laughs> what was the dream in the first episode wasn't it the surfing one or something? Was Hold it surfing? On. It was um, Brandon's first dream. Yeah. Yeah. He was um, surfing and then a big boob blonde girl came out of the ocean. I was going to say, was like, it was a very hey, similar Brandon. shot of like the girl coming out of the ocean. He's just like, oh, hello. <laughs> and then it's, oops, it's a dream. I just always think of like in these moments, this is a weird thought I just had, but like, imagining these dreams and Brandon's far away from the girl and he's like looking at this girl and like she's super attractive and she's walking up to him and then I just imagine like what if she just walked up to him and he's like a foot shorter (laughs) than each of these girls (laughs) because he's so short oh but then he'd be boob height and I think he'd be okay oh that's true yeah I think we've established that Brandon's a boob guy yeah I think so and he's more into blondes He's That's definitely, definitely true. Blondes. I wonder if they do that to try and separate him and Shannon Doherty. Because, like, you can oh. really mm. see sexual tension between the two actors. There is a scene later in this episode that made me very uncomfortable. Um, in the dream, one of the girls who's, like, really close to his face has Brenda's haircut. Oh, dear. And well, she's, like, the one who's just all in his ear and, like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was gross. Oh, dear. It's gross. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But yeah, so they wake up, and it's the first day of school, and they're really excited, and then you have the montage of everybody getting ready, and I was like, this is what I wanted from the first episode. Yeah. 
Like, nothing would have made me happier than seeing this montage of everybody getting ready and being like, who are all of these people? Yeah. And slowly introducing them all together. And this montage made me think a little bit like the Grease animation in the beginning. Oh, yeah. You know, when they're all getting ready for school, mm-hmm. but it's not in live action. That's what it made me think of. But I also loved how Kelly, Kelly's montage mirrored Steve's. Because, like, they broke it up. It was, like, Kelly, then Steve, then they broke it up with Andrea and her pencils, and then Donna. Donna and her hair. Yeah, so it made me think, like, okay, the Kelly and the Steve, like, they're still, like, we're still getting clues as to how they were together for Mm -hmm. so long, and I love that. Speaking of boobs, did you see Steve's boob wall? See, I missed that. I accidentally saw your notes, like, like this morning, and then I saw boob wall, and I was like, boob wall? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, what is that? Like, <laughs> low wall where he just cut out from magazines just the boobs. <laughs> it's no faces. It's just boobs. That's hilarious. Also, how did that get on air? <laughs> I mean, they were covered. They were in bikinis. But yeah, it's just like a boob wall, and it's like... <laughs> Since it's Wallow so, boobs. Yeah. Well, and since it's so close and you just see Steve in the mirror and the, like, immediate surroundings, like, 25 sets of boobs <laughs> sticks out. 25 sets of boobs. 25 sets 25 of boobs, boobs on the wall. <laughs> 25 sets of boobs. I almost said 25 boobs and I was like, where's the 26? <laughs> that's, that's not symmetrical. <laughs> Somebody has three boobs. <laughs> or one. Or one. I liked three. <laughs> Uniboob. Um, but yeah, so they're all trying on their different outfits. Kelly's by far got the weirdest little montage with just her shoes and like her kind of baggy-ish jeans at the bottom. And maybe it's just because like we all wear skinny jeans now, but I was just like, all right, she's going from like heels to tennis shoes to like, I don't remember the other, the, like, like loafers loafer, or something. Yeah. yeah. No, I thought it definitely looked cute and it was very much 90s style oh absolutely the thing is if you took those like baggy jeans and made them skinny jeans and she was in the blazer with like the little loafers Mm -hmm. someone would wear that today a lot of people wear that today that's very true the only difference is the cut of the jeans that's that's very true yeah and then you finally you also get a much better like school first day of school scene too because it's not just like cars driving up everywhere, the valet. <laughs> it's like, it's not that. It's just people walking up to school and talking. And then all the fr- the Beverly Hills 90210 friends walking up together. And they're all in their cute outfits that they just spent forever <laughs> putting on. And- what, this little thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I loved Steve. when Brenda and Brandon pulled up in his new car. And she's like, I hate to speak ill of the dead, but Mondale just wasn't cutting it or whatever. <laughs> and he is just offended. It's like... Get out of my car. It's like, dude, you did this yourself. You wrecked Mondale. It's your fault. I feel like you should have a picture of Mondale somewhere of just like my first love. R.I.P. Yeah, instead of having a boob wall, Brandon just has a Mondale wall. (laughs) Him and Mondale in various places. Selfies of him in the car. Just like sitting next to it. (laughs) This is just a really random thought. Sorry. Um, Just throwing it back to the first episode of season one where... Brandon wakes up with his Frankenstein alarm clock. Oh, yeah. Godzilla that screams at him. So what did he do with that? He had (laughs) it for most of the first season, too. Because I remember just seeing it in the background in his room. But, yeah, I didn't notice it this time. Well, yeah, because he doesn't have it. Because Brenda wakes him up because they did the whole thing of, like, the girl coming out of the ocean being like, Brandon, Brandon. And then all of a sudden it's Brenda's voice being like, Brandon, get up. Ugh. 
But, like, I also loved that they put Brenda's voice onto a hot girl that Brandon was dreaming about. I was like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> it just keeps getting weirder. You guys are in love. <laughs> Brandon's oh. subconscious is a very scary place. Yeah, Freud, Freud would have women. a field day. I don't want to go there. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, it is only women. It's only women. He only ever dreams of hot, like, that boy is a teenager. Yeah. Like, very much so. Yeah. But, yeah, like. Because then they all come up together, and then they're all walking into school, and they even make comments of Kelly being like, this time last year, we couldn't stand each other. Mm -hmm. And they're just so cute. I know. I'm, And and there's more Steve and Kelly banter, just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I just love, like, how close the friend group has gotten when I just, I remember. physically closer. Physically, yeah. And then I remember, like, halfway through the season, in the first season, we were all like, all right, we need to see them, like, interacting as a group. Like, we really mm-hmm. only see Brandon and Andrea and then Brandon and Brenda and then whatever. But it's, like, now it's very, very clear that these friends are all friends with each other. Yeah, because, I mean, the only people who aren't there would be Andrea, who showed up at 7 a.m. 7 a.m., yeah. Dylan, who showed up late. Mm-hmm. And then Scott or David, and no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and David, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, and then Donna's talking about, like, this is the year I get a boyfriend. Like, I'm like, oh, Donna. She just wants someone to have, like, she just well, wants to be loved. Because she was literally, like, she was a fifth wheel this morning. Yeah, basically. she was. She was. That's very true. So, like, I just, oh, I love Donna. I want I Donna to be happy. I also loved her montage with the hair. <laughs> the one where she just had the big fuzzy mm-hmm. hair and she was just like, Ugh. <laughs> but she really actually does have great hair. She does. Like, I love her little, like, poof, like, with the, it's like the side part, and it mm-hmm. kind of poofs out. That's always what I want my hair to do, but it Honestly, just I really liked her top ponytail. Yeah. Like, the very first one she did, I was yeah. like, that's cute. I know. I'd go for it. She's just cute. She's just cute. She's just They're cute. They're all cute. They're, they are all cute. I can't. <laughs> Except Steve. I still don't think he's cute. Oh, Only, I still like Steve. I don't like his, he's a butterface to me. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I had some issue with the boob wall, but... He has good style. He has good style. What, this old thing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. His little rat face is growing on his me. His little rat I face. I love it. Although, He has a good smile, Apparently, I guess. he has an MLM right now. A what? Multi-level marketing. Oh, no. Nutriboom? <laughs> Ian, why? Oh, no. Ian. 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 I don't know. How do you pronounce I, it? It's iron. It's iron. Yeah, okay. It really is. Weird. Yeah, it's it's a long eye. Why? Iron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but I just remember I think my mom corrected me on that one time and I was like, Mom, <laughs> why does it matter? It's his name. <laughs> it matters. I mean, I get it. I don't want to be called Ariel. True. I don't want to be called Catalan. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I, <don't> know. <laughs> I panicked. I was like Nobody called my name wrong. It's me, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so hot now. No, I told you that Lucas sent me a message. was like, how dare you not tell me about this? <laughs> no, he's he's beautiful. Yeah, he had Those a major, major glow up. Yeah, he's like... I mean, I see like it now. He's like dad hot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's what Lucas likes. Lucas likes older men. Dilfs. I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Sometimes he he does veer older than I like, like yeah. he's in like the forties, and I'm like no. I'm still on like late thirties. Yeah. Oh, see, I have like the biggest crush on F. P. Jones. Oh well, okay, that's different. Because but also Jughead. <laughs> all of them, but F. P. Jones was hot in Scream. Oh my God, he was in Scream. Which yeah. One, who is this actor? 
Oh my um, god, he was the boyfriend in Scream. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, who is this actor? Oh my god. What's I'll look name? it up. Don't worry. You guys keep talking about it. F.P. Jones. <laughs> and <laughs> no, Murdery as as, Boyfriend. As soon as you say it, I'm going to know. Okay. But that's the thing is like the dads on Riverdale were hot teenagers. Oh my so god. Like, you guys can't not talk about Mark and Suelos. That's what I mean. Like, is that all FP, of them. That's not FP Jones. No, that's not okay. FP Jones. Oh, that's uh, Hiram Lodge? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Holy moly. Uh, it's been so moly. long since I've seen so it. I was like, that's dads. Camilla Mendez's dad. No. No. <laughs> Veronica. Did you see they released the trailer for the newest episode, the new season? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's they, so good. Didn't oh, they man. show uh, Shane and Doherty's? Yeah, they showed a screenshot of Shane and Doherty at the funeral. Because oh apparently she's the one that comes to tell Archie that his dad died. <laughs> Shannon. Yeah. I know, like, as soon as I said it, my heart just got real tight. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, hold on. I'm finding Mr. Andrews. Mr. Andrews. Fred Andrews. The hottest dad. Oh, I don't know. FPs. I think it's FP, uh, Fred, Yeah. and then Hiram. And yeah. I think the only reason Hiram is at the bottom is because he's a murderer. Yeah. But and he fine, though. He fine. FP's at the top because he gets right. to wear leather. I don't like his name. Be a bad guy. What's his name? Skeet. Skeet Ulrich. That's his name. <laughs> I don't like that name. <laughs> I wonder what his, what his real name is, because it, it cannot be Skeet. It's Brian Ray Trout. Okay, I get why he changed it. Not me. <laughs> I'd much rather be called Brian than Brian Skeet. Brian Ulrich. Yeah. Ulrich von Lichtenstein. <laughs> God. All right. But, like, did you see a picture of him? Yeah, he all right. Like, oh, you need to watch Riverdale. Maybe it's a maybe it's a bad first picture on IMDb. I don't. Th- you need to watch Riverdale. Okay. Yes. Oh, I do. Yes. As soon as I finish Shane the Virgin, like you guys don't understand. Me and my CW shows go. They're the love knows no bounds. Oh, I know. I love them. I was at work the other day. Yesterday, I don't know why I said the other day, and my coworker told me that I need to be watching All American, <gasps> and I was like, I know. Um, it's all right. Like. I love CW shows, so I always give them way more slack than any other show. All Americans, all right. Like, I enjoy it from the football aspects, but it is not Friday Night Lights. Well, and that was the thing is we were talking football, and I haven't seen Friday Night Lights. You haven't? Oh, you knew this. Oh, my God. Watch that. Seriously. But, like, um, going back to CW, I think you and I also watch different CW shows because you watch the superhero shows. You watch Arrow and Supergirl and all that. And I haven't watched any of those, but I've watched Jane the Virgin, iZombie, Riverdale. Mm. Um, when the Nancy Drew show comes out, I'm going to be all over that. Oh, I'm going to so be all over that. excited for Nancy Drew. But oh you also God. watched uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, right? Oh, I love Crazy yeah. Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, but my plan is to watch all of them. It was just, which ones did I start with? Because if you think about it, Arrow started eight years ago. Like, it's going into its eighth and final season. So a lot of times for me, it's just, what did I start with? And then mm-hmm. do I add on more? Because then, like, Jane and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend got added on way later, so I just didn't pick it up. I mean, they've been around for five years. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, I just didn't add it at the time. Mm. But now I'm, like, totally open to it. It's and on my list. You got to pick up iZombie. Okay. You really do. I'll put it on my list. It's so cute. It's, like, it is not to the same level as Orphan Black, but the idea that, like, she plays a different character every single episode. Okay. I'm sold. Yeah. Orphan like, Black is my favorite show of all time. And if I see anybody playing multiple characters, I'm in. Because yeah. if they do it well, it's so impressive. Because that's the thing is, she's always Liv. Also, she's a zombie whose name is Liv Moore. Oh, that's hilarious. Isn't that cute? <laughs> um, 
But every time you eat a brain, you take on the personality traits of the brain that you ate, and then like you can see their memories. So the whole idea is she eats the brains of murder victims to solve their <gasps> crime, their murders. Cool. But like, yeah, she'll eat somebody's brain, and they're like, "Oh, this was a card shark." Like, huh. oh, this person played a lot of D&D. So they have an episode where she's a, a game master <gasps> and, like, they have to play a game of D&D to spark the memory so oh that she can figure God. out who murdered the GM. This is amazing. Also, doesn't it have, um, I don't remember his name in real life, but he's, like, blonde, pretty attractive. Yeah, he was from, from uh, One Tree Hill. Yeah. Yeah, Clay, sweet Clay from mm-hmm. One Tree Hill. He was so sweet. His name is Major in this show. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so good. Anyway, um, <laughs> shall we get back on track? I don't even, we didn't make it very We far didn't make at all. it far at all, no. Yeah, so, okay, so we <laughs> go into school and they're DJ talking David. About, he's talking about Hello Day. Yes. Which, I swear to God, it took me like 10 times of them saying it to figure out it was Hello Day and not Hella Day. Oh, <laughs> see, and I just missed the word entirely. I was like, what are they talking yeah. about? Huh. No one said Hella back then. <laughs> Did they know it? I don't know. Sure. Okay. We'll go with it. They didn't say real fact check. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Very true. Thank you, by the way. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, you know, you go in you see David as the DJ and there's Scott in that giant Stetson outside being like, hey, and he's like, I'm recording. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm on the air. But because Scott is super sweet, he's like, all right, talk to you later. (laughs) Hey, best friend. Mm hmm. And then I guess... Did they? Oh yeah, because he walks. He then walks in when he's off air. Yeah, and David's like in the CDs, and he's like, "Oh, Mm -hmm. country music." And he comments on how giant his hat his hat is, and he's like, "This is how they wear them." It's like, have you never seen a cowboy hat before, David? Like, I brought you something. Ugh, I don't look good in hats. David's such an asshole. He is an asshole. Like, it's like as soon as Scott came back, he realized that you know he spent this whole summer hanging out with the popular kids, Mm -hmm. quote unquote. And now his friend's back, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go back to being, like, Creepy David. Which, you've always been Creepy I was, David. Yeah, I was going to say, he's still Creepy David, just around different Slightly people. Slightly more tolerable. Mm-hmm. And did you get the sense when, you know, Scott was asking if they wanted to hang out, and he said that he had dinner with his dad and Kelly and Kelly's mom? I felt like he was lying to get out of hanging mm. out with Scott. I don't know that I picked up on him lying, but I definitely... It was definitely something he'd rather do. Yeah. Like, it definitely sounded like... I'd rather hang out with Kelly than hang out with you. Yeah, like, even if it was true, I still am not going to try to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then Scott was like, what did he say? Something about, like, I brought something back and it's explosive. Yeah, he said explosive. Which is funny because it was literally explosives. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, well, since that one guy had mentioned the gun, I was like, oh, no. I know. That's it. I know. In one of our reviews. Yeah, we were just waiting for it. I know. And then it it did happen later. And I was just, oh, Mm -hmm. God. Which, I mean, if you you want, we can, like, seal up that. We might as well because that's it. Yeah. Literally, David goes to Scott's and they do play with fireworks. Well, no. Scott wants to play with fireworks. Oh, right, right. David's like, I played with these when I was nine. I've grown up now. But also, like, why would you play with fireworks at nine years old with no parental supervision? Why would you play with fireworks in the middle of the day? (laughs) Also, since when is blowing shit up not fun? I was going to say, I feel like I, I don't play with fireworks because I don't actively seek them out. But, like, there were several times in high school that we were like... We could drive up to North Carolina right now and go get some fireworks. Mm-hmm. 
or Alabama, Alabama you know, pick yeah. somewhere. You got to go to Just the not Georgia. <laughs> yeah. But, like, there are several times in high school that I remember being like, it's Saturday and we have nothing to do. Let's drive to Alabama to get fireworks. Mm-hmm. And it's never not fun. I mean, even, like, the small ones. Mm-hmm. Or, like, even those little guys that you just throw down and it would snap or whatever. Yeah, those poppers. Yes. I love those things. Well, and those are super fun. The, the ones that, like, you can pretend to have Harry Potter fights with. Yes. Yeah, like sparklers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, and the ones that, like, just shoot out. Like, yeah, where you, yeah. like, point it, but you, like, point it a little bit above your friend's head so you don't actually hit them. <laughs> yeah. You just say, like, Expelliarmus. Roman uh-huh. candles. Yeah, Roman candles. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So, David, you're wrong. Yeah. Get over it. But the bad thing is, is that Scott then brings out a freaking like, shotgun. Oh, that's not all I got. And then yeah. Yeah, he pulls out the twenty two and says that his grandpa got it for him. And he's so excited. And David freaks out. Which I would, too, if you just like, oh, here's my gun and I'm going to shoot it. Yeah, I'm not a gun person. I'm going to be honest. Well, and you're not in a safe place. Well, and the thing is, like... I have no guarantee that Scott knows what he's doing. Yeah. I don't know that he knows to put the safety or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I just watched the episode of The Office where Michael wants to go out because he didn't get invited on the camping trip. And so Dwight is, like, following him and making sure he's okay. And he's got the giant rifle. And he's like, it's okay. The safety click is off. <laughs> <laughs> or is on. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the thing, too, is, like, he doesn't have the safety on because he's loading the gun and then he shoots it. And I'm like, aren't you in like a neighborhood? Yeah, you're <laughs> not in a place you should be shooting this. Like, I remember I like I have shot shotguns before because my dad's wife and so my stepmom's family, they are they live in Alabama, like Podunk, Alabama, and they have a farm. And so like her my stepmom's dad taught me how to shoot it when I was like 12, which I don't know how to shoot it now and I will never, I don't want to ever touch it again. Well, and that's the thing is like someone taught you how to shoot it. Yeah. You were out somewhere where in a you farm weren't going to hit somebody yeah. by like your neighbor coming out to water their plants. Mm-hmm. And now you acknowledge like, I don't really know what I'm doing anymore. So no. I probably wouldn't just pick one up. I wouldn't. Like, that's the yeah. whole thing that gets me. I have no problem with anybody liking guns and shooting sure. guns and whatever. But like, I don't know how to do it. No, me neither. So I'm not going to. Exactly. And just maybe don't shoot a gun in your backyard in California. That's exactly. The other thing. Like, go to, like, in this case, well, you can't because you're not 18, probably, but like, go to a shooting range mm-hmm. or something. There've got to be them all over the place. And also, there's one at the entrance to my parents' old neighborhood. Like, they're yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And also, like, don't you think Scott's parents, presuming they are home, when they've heard that and been like, what the fuck? Like, they probably weren't home. And I, yeah, yeah, I do wonder. If they were just like, you gave my son a rifle to bring home? Because mm-hmm. that's the whole thing is like, they probably since, you know, at least one of them is from Oklahoma, they mm-hmm. probably are familiar with guns and okay with guns and all that kind of stuff. But they're like, what the fuck is he going to do with a twenty two in Beverly Hills? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's, there's just nowhere for him to do anything with that. Totally. It and might as well have stayed in Oklahoma. Yeah, exactly. And like David reacts probably just like I would. Um, because he's just freaked out by it. He's like, I, this feels wrong to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get in like a sort of fight, but like Scott's like a kind of oblivious. So was this before or after David was in the DJ booth and he really had to pee? And so he asked Scott to come in and was like, when this stops, press this button. After. Okay. This was after. Cause yeah, that was when 
Scott was like, oh, well, I'll just play the music I like and put on a song. And David freaked out because it was going to ruin his reputation because mm-hmm. he's an asshole. I mean, I guess on the one hand, it was like, Scott didn't read the room and he played like a really, really slow, sappy country song. But at the same time, it's like, who, who cares? Well, and that was the thing is I was looking at the people in the hallway mm-hmm. and none of the extras were like, what is Yeah, this? they didn't like, even notice. No one cared. <laughs> David was the only one that cared. Exactly. It's like, like dude, your reputation is... He, David doesn't even probably have a reputation. And he if he does, he's creepy. probably has a bad reputation. Yeah. yeah. He just films women. Yeah, exactly. And like stalks them. And everyone knows about his like stalking of Kelly Taylor. Yeah. Everyone knows how obsessed he is with Kelly Taylor. Exactly. And then later, now Emily Valentine. Right. Because she's Rachel. Yeah. Everyone's obsessed. It's <laughs> just like, who is this new girl? New girl, new girl, new girl. <laughs> new girl. <laughs> I say, that one was like a... That's a hard one. Yeah. But yeah. So then... It's like, oh, was that the same scene when um, he was, like, playing the country song or whatever when David got really weirdly close to his face? Oh, I don't know. Um, No, I think that was – maybe that was at the end. Let me see if I can find out my notes. Yeah, because the next scene that you have with the two of them is at Hello Day where David's freaking out because it's got to be perfect because everything has to do with his reputation. And then he and Scott have the conversation of, like, you know – I don't know, making up, kind of? Oh, I found it. Okay. It was the scene when David, or Scott played the song, and David comes back, and, like, that's when Scott's, like, accusing him of now trying to be cool, basically, but David's, like, weirdly close to his face. It's, like, a weird close-up shot, and, like, Scott's looking this way, and David's, like, right here. Because he's a serial killer. I know! It It just creeped me out, because, basically, like, David was really mad, and then Scott started accusing him of being cool, like, too cool for him or too cool for the things that they used to do. And I just, my only comment was that it was just a weird shot. And, like, how weird. Like, literally, David's face is as close as I am to the mic. And the mic is Scott. <laughs> do you think he was just like, I've never noticed this nose before? Maybe, because he was getting a profile side. Like, literally, like, ugh. That hat really brings out your nose. <laughs> <laughs> your face really thinned out this summer. <laughs> uh, check out that bone structure. <laughs> God. Oh, so funny. Ugh. But yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah, because they talk again at the end of Hello Day, or at, at least at the end of um, all no, the girls. No, it's the end because they're closing out the show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they really don't get anywhere. Just that, like, they've acknowledged that they're both different. And then David's like, cool it with the guns, okay? And Scott's like, <laughs> okay. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, because Scott's still kind of happy-go-lucky a little bit, you know? Like, because he's like... I mean, like, that's the thing. I feel like Scott did not change true. that much. I yeah. Don't think, I don't think David really changed either. I think he thought he had an opportunity of other things because, like, Kelly's mom forced her to take him on the camping trip. So sure. I think he thinks he changed. Well, and I think they just found... Like, Scott just found some new interests. Yeah, Scott found new music, mm-hmm. and then, like... His grandparents took him to shoot guns because what else are you going to do on a farm in Oklahoma? Right. Like, you're going to listen to country music and shoot guns. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like as soon as you show up, they're like, welcome to Oklahoma. Here's your cowboy boots and your cowboy hat and a Garth Brooks CD. (laughs) Yeah, at least. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's just what happens. Yeah. It's like your welcome packet. Yeah. Do you like football? You're gonna. Yeah. And it has to be the Sooners. I don't know what their thing is. Boomer Sooner. Oh, that's right. I should know that. Yeah. Uh, I feel embarrassed now. 
Don't feel embarrassed. It happens. It's like that time I forgot a pop culture reference. It's fine. It happens. It's It's normal. It's not fine. (laughs) I mean, I still have that contract that says you'll never do it again. Oh, crap. (laughs) Well, so far, so good because I knew a football thing. So moving (laughs) on. You redeemed yourself. Yeah. (laughs) And you looked up Skeet Ulrich's name. That's right. Ugh. Yeah. (laughs) I'm never going to not like that. I'm never going to like that name. There we go. <laughs> For some reason, my brain just heard that as Skeetle Rick. Skeetle Rick. I like better. that one. It's like Beetlejuice, but Skeetle Rick. <laughs> Skeetle Rick. I like that better. I do like that. Yeah, that's All right. way better. Uh, FP Jones, call us. We have an idea. <laughs> I know you've had a career for like 35 years, but. Also, hey. <laughs> no, but like, hey boy. just call me. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, so that's done. Over and Yeah, all, all done with that. So back to the beginning of mm-hmm. the first day of school. After school has technically already started, I guess, because she's supposed to be late. Mm-hmm. Who comes up on a motorcycle? Dylan. On a motorcycle. Oh, Emily Valentine. <laughs> I was so ready for Dylan to be late. <laughs> no, Dylan pulls up next to the motorcycle because he sees her and then, like, stands up and walks out of his car on the other side. Yeah. That was odd. I loved it, though. And I love their little, like, back and forth. And he was like, late on your first day, clearly not a freshman, da-da-da-da-da, let's go out. Like, immediately. I know. And you know what he wants? He wants to give her donuts. I love donuts. I know. (laughs) Have you ever had Randy's donuts? No. They're actually really good. Because I've only been to California once, and I did not have donuts when I was there. Wow. I know. I was disappointed in my best friend because she was like... She should have known to take me to donuts. Where do you think I want to go when I go places? Donuts and coffee. That's it. All right, Megan, here's your chance to respond. <laughs> Send us a tweet. I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a five-star review and mention donuts. <laughs> She's going to be like, one star, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. You didn't ask for donuts. Yeah. You shouldn't have to ask. That's right. You should just know. Yeah, no, Randy's Donuts is really good. It's not close to where my friends used to live and we would like go out of our way Mm. and you know like even if it was five miles from their house that's like 30 minutes in LA do they do a good just regular original glazed donut I think so because that's how I test that's my that's basically my scale because you've got all these shops that do like you know fancy donuts dessert donuts cereal donuts like whatever you can think of like sublime which is all over the place exactly but if they have just a regular original glazed donut and it's good, the entire shop will be good. Mm. But if they mess up the original, it's not going to be good. Do you want a glazed cake donut, though, or a glazed fried donut? Oh, I don't remember which one they do. It's been a while because they don't live in Cal- – most of them don't live in California anymore. One of them still does, and we haven't been out to see him. I can respect both. Because if there's an option to have both, I will try both because pork no los dos. Pork no los dos. But, yes, so Dylan asks – Immediately asked Emily Valentine on a date. Like, yeah. literally three sentences, and then we should go out. Like, I that's just, it. I In my notes, I have Dylan likes donuts, and Caitlin likes donuts. <laughs> I do. I put down, mm, I'm, oh, man. I put, mm, I'm glad Dylan loves donuts like me. <laughs> yeah, but then I saw her, and she's got the motorcycle and the guitar, and I was like, could you be any cooler? Like, she is high school cool. She's got the fun haircut and mm-hmm. the motorcycle and the earrings. And then, yeah, so she makes the date with Dylan, and then she walks inside, and her locker is, like, right next to Brandon's. And she's like, well, this isn't going to work. And so he's like, 
Brandon Walsh, regular guy. <laughs> how the hell are you? Or how the heck are you? Whatever he says. And he's like, I know where you can store that. Because he's like, pretty girl. Got to help her. Got to get in on this. Like, radar, like, goes off in his head. Like, must help. Pretty girl. Must. Girl of the week alarm. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. Oh, I, she can't be a girl of the week, though. Nah. She's Emily Valentine. I know. She's too cool for that. And yeah, so he's like, oh, I know somewhere you can store it. Takes her to the journalism room where we start hearing more about Emily Valentine, how her dad's a journalist, and he's moved them all over the country so that he can be in these, like, left-wing beatnik mm-hmm. whatever, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Brandon tells her that he's the sports writer, and she's like, oh, man, you get any good, like, Dodgers tickets or whatever? Like, Come on. Like, this is high school. <laughs> I guess she was, like, Beverly Hills. Like, yeah, true. y'all report on real sports? Well, that's the thing. I couldn't figure out if that question was asking that because Brandon does update, like, um, the actual city sports teams or whatever, not just the high school. Or if it was because she just assumed that there were perks. I don't know. Like, I don't know. But I loved his response of, like, no, but I got two box seats to our scrimmage against Beverly Hills in a few days and mm-hmm. she was just like pass yeah. <laughs> hard pass <laughs> and then andrea shows up and freaks like, out immediately about well okay but so here's the thing is they like try and make her feel bad about wanting to talk about the paper mm-hmm. and getting right into it but like she saw brandon like three days ago there doesn't need to yeah. be like hey brandon how was your summer how's the three days since i last see you that's true she can walk in and just be like oh brandon we're in the workroom let's mm-hmm. talk about work and he's just like Calm your shit. <laughs> yeah. like, but I do love how motivated she is. Like, I've never seen, well, okay, that's a lie. That's a little bit of a stretch. But I just love seeing somebody so motivated just intrinsically. Like, she just wants there to be a good paper. That's it. I that, know. There's I just, nothing else. I love that she was like, I want to make the best paper we can make. Mm-hmm. And we should get started right now. I have a 20-piece plan. Yeah. Let's get going. Hey, do you want to be on the paper, too? And she's like, no. And Andrea's like, I don't have time for you. Yeah, and she's <laughs> like, all right, fine. But Brandon, yeah. you got to talk. I got to exactly. move your deadline up. And especially, yeah, him being like, calm down. She's like, no, no, I moved your deadline up. Yeah. Like, like that's you need calm. to get to work. Like, acknowledge that I moved your deadline up because if you don't, there's going to be a hole in the paper and I'm mm-hmm. not going to have anything to do. Exactly. And I like that he's the sports editor. Oh, did, did he catch say, that? Oh, I didn't catch it. That's I thought he said, he said writer. Right? I think he got a little promotion. Yeah, he's an <laughs> editor. He didn't brag more. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Well, he maybe just, she really he realized like Emily doesn't care, so he's just maybe like, it was editor by. Okay, moving on. Yeah, maybe it was like a humble brag of like, oh yeah, I'm the sports editor here. Did you hear it? Did you pick it up? Is that okay? <laughs> oh, her dad's in the paper. She doesn't care. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. No, I think he just like sprinkled that in there to be like, she'll remember later. Mm-hmm. I'm the editor. God. And yeah, so Brandon's basically up. like, can uh can Emily keep her axe here? I love that. Andre's like, her axe? I <laughs> know she thought it was a real axe. <laughs> She's like, serial killer? <laughs> yeah. Rap line. <laughs> There's not room for two in this school. <laughs> well, because Andrea Did likes you watching find my other axe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Andrea likes watching scary movies. That's true. So she was probably just like, oh my god. <gasps> Sure, we'll put it next to my chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that was such a good scene. I love it. It really that was. Part. I know. Um, but yeah, and then, like, I love that. I think that's when she and Brandon make the date, but then you hear the music and you can just hear, like, this is bad girl music. Oh, They've got yeah. The, like, electric, electric guitar. Electric guitar. Going. I know. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> 
And I love, I've, so I've been watching it on the DVDs, mm-hmm. and I know they had a whole bunch of, like, music copyright issues, but I love that basically all of the music now is just the theme song. It's the theme song created. Because <laughs> they can't put anything else in it. I know, it's, like, arranged over and over and over into, here's a love portion, here's a bad girl version, here's a, like, mm-hmm. we gotta talk moment, here's, like, the actual theme song. It's crazy, but it's I just hear ridiculous. the little notes, and I'm like, here it is again. <laughs> I know, and I have to wonder, like... What happened? Because yeah. I feel like a lot of other shows I watched, that was not an issue. Like, Scrubs has a ton of music in it. And maybe that's why it's not streaming anywhere, but all mm-hmm. of the DVDs have the music. Well, yeah. And I think the only other... It may have been, like, a 90s thing, because or, like, early 2000s, because even Dawson's Creek, I've got the box sets for that. And it also changed... Like, the um, for the whole first season, the Paula Cole theme song that's used for the whole series is not on the dvd for the first season it's a completely different theme song but then they bring it in in season two i think and it's the real thing so i'm wondering almost if it's just like a 90s thing like maybe they just had weird negotiations or weird contracts with music or something like that i don't know but yeah i i don't recall like one tree hill it's known for its music and getting a lot of artists in, like, I mean, Jack's Mannequin, Fall Out Boy, like, a ton of people mm-hmm. were, were even in the show. And they all played all of the music throughout the DVDs, the show, reruns, wherever. Well, it's like um, Charmed. They have a nightclub and, like, mm-hmm. people go and play in the nightclub. Yeah. Like Jane's Addiction. Not Jane's. Was it Jane's Jimmy Addiction? World, maybe? No, it was uh, What's-His-Face that used to be married or maybe still is married to Carmen Electra. Oh, um... um Yes. Dave Navarro. Yes. Whatever his band was, I like just watched that episode that they were in. And so you still see all of the bands play at the nightclub, mm-hmm. but the theme song is not the theme song it was when it aired. Strange. Yeah. And yeah. like, I don't know if that's a Netflix thing. Maybe I should try watching it on like TNT or something and see if like the Like a, a syndicated rerun yeah. or something? Well, yeah, because, okay, that's a good point. I want to say when... Dawson's Creek was on TBS. They always used the I Don't Want to Wait theme song. Yeah. But then on the DVD for the first season, it wasn't. Like, I don't know. This is weird. I haven't been able to figure out what happened. Now I want to learn about music copyrights. Yeah. I know. I want to know or if, licensing. It's, yeah. if it's because, like, they never expected to distribute the show outside of its original run on television. Hmm. And then like home video and DVD became more of a big thing and they started releasing all this stuff because they could make money on it but the music negotiations might not have covered redistribution in that way yeah which then you wonder like was it not worth trying to renegotiate or Mm. like did the people that had originally signed off on having their music were just like no I don't like this show anymore I don't want it associated Mm -hmm. I don't know from what I can tell a lot of the songs like that were on the original thing that I've seen on the wiki are a lot older. So maybe like the people who had the rights in 1991 don't have the rights anymore. And the new people. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Cause I've been looking at the wiki to see what songs were supposed to be mm-hmm. in the scenes to try and be like, okay, well, what was the original feel of this? And, I think, sorry, isn't this episode one of the ones that's not on Hulu? That's yeah. correct. Could it be because of the song that they sing at Hello Day? Maybe. Maybe. Because if music is the issue that's making all that happen, I'm just like trying to yeah, oh, yeah. connect dots, put yeah. pieces together. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the other one that wasn't on Hulu was it was episode, it was episode six, but yes. that was um, played again, David. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't remember so. a lot of music in that one. Yeah, I don't remember either. I, I like your theory, though, uh, because if you think about it, pre-90s, you don't really have box sets. Like, think about, like, well, yeah, I don't know, like family ties. So big. Well, yeah. Because it would have all been VHS. Right. Because if you think about, it, like, family ties, like, uh, married with children, like, older shows, Dallas, Cheers, all that, you can't get on box set. So I, I almost wonder if your distribution theory, outside of its original run, that, that I think that carries a lot of weight. That would be interesting. Yeah. Somebody yeah, who knows stuff, actually tell us because we're curious. Yeah. <laughs> and even if, like, you watch the show, listeners, if you watched it during its original run, do you notice the differences in the in the music? Yeah, that would be a really interesting one of, like, if you watched it in its original run, I mean, that was almost 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, how much can you even tell the difference? Mm-hmm. You'd have to have watched it a ton. And then when it went into syndication and did all the reruns, like, that would have had to have had all of the original music for you Mm -hmm. to even know it's the difference. And I know this is a huge issue with people in like online communities Mm -hmm. of like, I guess when they get to the peach pit after dark, if you try watching it on Hulu, they cut a lot of the live performance out. Oh, wow. I think I might not, I might be making that up. I don't think I am though. Cause I think people have said like chunks just end up missing because they couldn't play the music anymore because it's on Hulu now. That's so strange. Yeah, I want to look into that more. Yeah. For sure. Um, but anyway, they have bad girl music. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> That's what got us off on the tangent was the bad girl music. Well, because then you go back to Kelly and Donna and Brenda, and uh-huh. they want to do something for Hello Day. And Kelly's like, I'm not really much of a performer, <laughs> yeah. which is total bullshit because she performed at the Peach Pit oh. in front of so many people. So adorable. And then they're trying to figure out what they should do. And Donna is really trying to get a boyfriend because she's like, well, we should do instead of addicted to love, we could do addicted to sex. I'm like, girl, what? (laughs) You're like, calm yourself down. It caught me off guard. I'll be honest. I know because that's not been a Donna thing. I know. She is like, I want a boyfriend. And if I have to make people think that I'm about to just like give it up, go all the way. Yeah. So be it. Yeah. But then they're like, um, no, Donna. <laughs> they're like, uh, calm yourself. Yeah. And then they say, like, addicted to school or something. Yeah. And they're like... Mm. Kelly's like, yeah, no, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no one's going to buy that I yeah. ever do homework. And then... And then you just hear off on the side, from like, what about addicted to shoes? Clothes. Like, clothes. Clothes. Shoes would have been better. Yeah, shoes would have been better. But anyway, yeah. What about addicted to clothes? And they're like, that's who perfect. Said that? Who said that? Where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah. And then Emily Valentine's like, am I the fourth person in your group? <laughs> It is really good for them, though. Like, oh, no, it's clothes. so it's perfect. cute. Like, honestly, I loved the whole thing with Emily Valentine meeting everybody because, like, yeah. she's, like, super flirty with Dylan, which mm-hmm. totally works. And then with Brandon, she can talk journalism with him, which mm-hmm. totally works. And then she meets all the girls, and she's, like, addicted to clothes. And they're like, oh, my God, this is perfect. And yeah. then they find out that she plays guitar, right? which is totally perfect. Exactly. And I just thought it was really funny that they managed to seamlessly introduce her to, like, everyone in this group without a problem. It was very, like, easily done. And that's what also leads you to believe that she's more serious character than just a girl of the week or, like, a Mm one-timer because she's meeting everyone. And she's, like, 
infinitely more interesting than any of the other girls of the week that we've had. Oh, yeah. Every other girl of the week has only met Brenda or only met Brandon or mm-hmm. only met Dylan. Or met Andrea by happenstance or like or whatever like it is. met Dylan previously or off screen mm-hmm. or something like that and then meets Brandon and only talks to Brandon. Exactly. But Dylan has some opinion about her. Mm-hmm. Like, Sandy. <laughs> Sandy. Yeah. No, absolutely. So you can tell that Emily Valentine will be around. I... All of my notes, she's Emily Valentine. Not Emily. That's what we were talking Valentine. about. Like last episode, we were like, some people, you just say their whole name. Yeah. This is one of them. She's, and Emily she's not Emily. She's Emily Valentine. <laughs> yeah. And then, so that's the night that Dylan takes her on a date and takes her to the peach pit where Brandon is working, mm-hmm. which like, okay, that's fine. I don't know if that would have been my choice for a first date, but yeah. I mean, he says, she says that he said that that's the best burger and fries whatever, whatever. And then Nat's just like, I like this girl. Immediately. Like, everyone is so immediately enthralled by Emily Valentine. I mean, I get it. Yeah, she's cute, she's fun, she's interesting. Like, yeah, I mean, she's very charming. I can definitely see why people like her immediately. Oh, yeah, she's, like Mary said, everything 15-year-old me wanted to be. Totally. I just wanted people to be like, I like you. Yeah, yeah, for like, no, like, you barely have to do anything. You just exist and people are like, something about you, I... I just like you. Yeah, because, like, your personality is just mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, and then he takes her to the makeout spot. Well, but while they were at the Peach Pit is when Brandon's like, I didn't know you had a date with Emily That's Valentine. Right. Yep. I have a date with her tomorrow. And somehow they handle it very maturely of, like, I think we'll be okay. Well, like, I think be- this is fine. It's because it's not Brenda. That's fair. Who Brandon loves. And Dylan loves. Oh, my God. But Brandon can't handle Dylan loving her. <laughs> so weird but i mean even any other girl because you think about um oh my god what i think was it i think it was sandy mm-hmm. where dylan's like you should be careful with her and brandon's like you slept with her didn't you yeah like this is the first time that brandon has been emotionally mature about a girl that has seen dylan like even just looked at her Maybe they had a weird heart-to-heart or something, like an off-screen spill. Just It was the shampoo. It was the shampoo. <laughs> that was like an olive branch. Like, we share shampoo now, so we must be cool with girls. <laughs> so, speaking of shampoo, where is Dylan living? Oh. I his, mo- his mom. mom. Okay. His mom. Back. Yeah. Okay. But they didn't answer, like, where they are. It. I had completely forgotten about his mom until I just asked the question, mm-hmm. so I was like... Why isn't he at the wall shit? Like, where is he? What's yeah. What's going on? But, um, yeah, his mom came back. Yeah. Duh. We just don't know, like, where. Because we haven't seen... Yeah, because they can't be at the anything. hotel. Right. And we haven't actually seen his mom or his living space yet. Oh, God. Yeah, so that's understandable. We'll yeah. just um, say the set's not built yet. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> they didn't want to go location scouting. Yeah. Yeah, so he takes her to the make-out spot. Mm-hmm. Welcome to L.A. Mm-hmm. They make out. I hate every second of it. Yeah, me too. And then they go to the barbecue, I think, next. Because next Mm -hmm. I have is, why would you have a barbecue Wednesday night? Yeah. Oh, that's when Brenda invites her to the barbecue. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Because she still has to go out with Brandon. Yeah, because they were at the house. Mm -hmm. And she makes the comment of, like, go to the barbecue. And then Dylan calls. And Brenda's like, oh, Dylan's calling? (laughs) oh it's not for me i knew that i don't don't worry about it what nothing like 
I met a boy named Bur- or named Dylan. Yeah, really cute scar on his eyebrow. Isn't this also when um, I forget who says it, but somebody says this is the home of the Minnesota Twins. Oh my god! Oh yeah, because Brandon comes in, and I'm like, why did I not catch this before? Like the Minnesota Twins, the baseball team, and they're from Minnesota. It's Brandon. Brandon are twins. Like, why did I not catch this? I just so love clever. everyone's reaction to it because they don't look alike or act alike or anything. And like, unless Brandon introduces himself as Brandon Walsh, yeah. you'd have no idea. So there's actually something funny that I've noticed in certain pictures of Brandon and Brenda together. They have the same teeth teeth they have the same teeth I like was... they have a gap between like oh they're like their canines. canines and it's the exact same gap on the exact same side and I will oh, find this picture cute. and show you guys but... yeah because when he walked in and she was like oh my god it's you guys you guys are the twins the Minnesota twins yeah. <laughs> and then he like puts his arm around Brenda I was like I see very little resemblance in this moment right here between yeah. the two of them well because it I mean I guess it kind of makes a little bit of sense like hmm. it was actually kind of good casting though because jim has really dark brown hair and so does brenda cindy has light brown hair and so does brandon so at least the parents to kids make sense i mean the family does make sense and i do you know keep reminding myself you're fraternal twins you're not going to look identical anyway like but you look like siblings which is close enough yeah Um, but even so they don't like steve and kelly to me look more like siblings then don't you say that about them uh, well they're not siblings but they <laughs> look more like siblings than brandon and brenda but anyway um oh no all of this happened i think before the date before brandon's date yeah before the date with dylan too yeah because she's like oh. because that's oh wait she yeah finds out that, dylan today. that's yeah. right yep because that's when she finds out that emily has a date with him and it's just like slut yeah immediately like hating her well yeah because they don't start calling her names and being horrible to her mm-hmm. until they find out she's got the date with brandon too yep which like oh my god brenda i just when we get there we get there i do was it with dylan on the man i can't even keep straight which date it was but when emily's like how she doesn't yeah it was dylan because dylan's like i just got out of a relationship and i'm still yeah. technically like not over it or whatever and emily's basically like oh i'm not trying to get serious i'm here to fuck and then that's it well and that's the thing is i don't see anything wrong with anything emily did totally not trying to hide no she's she's straight up yeah she is very upfront with everything that she does and i feel like she would have no problem telling them of like you know by the way, I'm doing blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But the thing is, everybody else is hiding stuff from her. Like, Brenda does not say that she's the one that used to date Dylan. Yep. So, you know, I don't think Emily had any idea how bad it would be to go on a date with a guy who's not dating anybody else. Yeah. Like, yeah. She has no idea their history. That's not fair to her. She just walked in here, and, and it's not her fault that a dude, that two dudes were immediately interested in her. She didn't have time to be like, well, give me your entire relationship history, and then we'll decide. Well, and the thing is, like, th- both of them are okay with them yeah. dating yeah, her. They exactly. have no problem with it. Yeah. It's not Brenda's choice. It's not anyone else's choice, but Emily, and then Dylan, and then Emily, and Brandon. Yeah, but everyone has issues with Dylan making any sort of decisions. Totally. Because why not? It's like he's the evolved one. Yeah. He's the only one that's authorized to make a decision. Yeah. Well, and then, so that's the night that, like, Brenda's freaking out because he's on a date and she's, like, calling Kelly. She wants to call the rap line to talk to Andrea. 
because then Brandon comes in and says, hey, you know, I just wanted you to know I saw this. And I think he tells her that he's got a date with her, too, because he wants to be clear and open and da 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 mm-hmm. yeah because then the next morning she talks to andrea and is like i really wanted to call you at the rap line and now she's got a date with brandon tonight and andrea is hurt too yeah it was like andrea was the voice of reason until, until she mentioned brandon yeah then it's it changes everything andrea can no longer focus and no longer be rational <laughs> yeah because that's when brenda starts telling donna and kelly about it and that's when they call her a slut yes which like Fuck you guys. I know, right? Like, come on. I'm women so... Women should not be bringing other women down. I'm so sick of that. Like, I know it happens everywhere. And, like, of course, all three of us in this room have been guilty of that in our lifetime. Oh, yeah. But I just hate that it's so easy to do. And yeah. so well, it and happens I hate everywhere. that they jump straight to blaming the woman yeah. for it. Like, when the dudes ask her out. Yeah, she just said, yeah, she's brand new. She has no idea who anybody is. Mm -hmm. Why would she say no to dates with some cute boys? Exactly. And again, everyone that is actually in it, Dylan, Brandon, and Emily Valentine, they all know everything. They're all cool with everything. Mm -hmm. It's everybody on the outside that they're just like, oh my God, how dare she date two boys? Yeah, like Like, the the audacity. And then Brenda goes running up to Dylan to start talking shit. This was a good scene, though. Oh, I mean, it was great. I loved it so much because that's when he was like, why don't you just give her a scarlet letter? Yeah. And he's like, we're not dating anymore. You can't tell me what to do. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I mean, he's like, I can date whoever I want. I can sleep with whoever I want. You gave up that right to decide that when you broke up with me. And that was the thing that got me was when she comes running up to him and just accuses him of like, you're only with her so that you can sleep with her. Yeah. It's like, because she knows... Emily told her that she had to go to the gynecologist mm-hmm. because she had two older sisters and she wanted to be safe rather than sorry. Well, Which and like, also she's projecting because she won't sleep with him anymore. So she assumes that someone else will and that Dylan's going to be perfectly cool with that because he was never the one that didn't want to have a sexual re- well, relationship. Well, and that was her whole thing the whole time they were together mm-hmm. was like, you just want sex. You just want sex. You just want sex. And she never got over it. 100%. Yeah. But like... I hated how they talked about Emily because, yeah, they find out that she's going to the gynecologist Mm -hmm. to preemptively get on the pill. And they give her so much shit, but Kelly's on the pill. And Brenda considered being on the pill. Yeah, like, like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be safe. And then Emily does say it later of, like, I wanted it so that if and when I'm ready, I'm ready. Yeah, like, I'm I'm physically prepared when I'm emotionally ready. Like, yeah. Well, and for all they know, I mean, this is the other thing, too. It's like people, at least in this scenario, just assume that the pill equals sex. The pill also has other things that it helps. Migraines. It helps with stomach problems. It It helps helps with uh, acne. Acne helps regulating emotions. Like, it's not just a one-use thing. Yeah, no, I mean, the whole reason I've, not the whole reason, but one of the main reasons that I went on birth control when I did was because I had horrible cramps and back pain. Right, exactly. It was awful. And that regulates that. my boobs hurt. Yeah. Everything hurt. And then they were just like, here's some, I don't know, estrogen, progesterone, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And I was just like, what? Yeah. You don't have to feel like absolute trash three days a month? Exactly. So for all Brenda and Kelly and Donna and everyone knew... They just automatically went there. They jumped to, like, this girl is sleeping with every guy on the mm-hmm. list, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because, like, even 
when David dedicates a song to a girl and then Kelly's like, oh my God, I have to deal with this for the rest of my life. And then he's like, I don't know your name, new girl. And they're like, oh, it's Emily Valentine. She's such a slut that David likes her. Yeah. I loved that. That was the last straw for Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she was just like, this is the worst. Except when I'm not getting any attention. Then it's... Then that's I, the worst. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I do have one comment because it, this was what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about how weird Brenda and Brandon are. So when Brenda is shaming Emily for being on the pill talking to Brandon, Brandon kisses her on the nose. Did you guys Ew. see that? They're talking face I... to face. How did you miss it? It was like they're talking and then all of a sudden Brandon literally, like, I'm going to do that. People listening can't see this, but he literally just goes. Ugh. Like, it's the weirdest, like, just juts out and then just kisses her on the nose and then walks away like it's no big deal. I think. It was so gross. <laughs> I, I mean, I think the whole point of it was to, like, for lack of a better word, kind of be condescending of, like, oh, you think this is actually an issue. And then just, like. Boop, right on the nose but I think I missed it because I wrote like a paragraph <laughs> about Brenda I was like she does not deserve Dylan but if my brother ever oh God, kissed no. me on the nose for any reason Mm-mm. the nose it's one thing if it's the head because like in, in like let's just say for example there's a traumatic family experience like somebody's mm. in the hospital and he's comforting you know he's got like an arm around me or something like we're like he's consoling me and then just a soft little kiss on the head I can deal with that I can deal with it but a nose kiss you might as well you're you're really close to the lips there <laughs> there's not that much distance like it freaked me the fuck out <laughs> no I don't like it I, I don't, don't either. think. Maybe you guys are, like, repressing it. <laughs> Maybe I am. Because, yeah, I don't think my brother has, like, kissed me since I was, like, seven or something. Like, we're not a very physically, like, touchy family. At least I'm not. Maybe everybody else in my family is, like, all huggy and stuff. And I'm like, no, don't touch me. With my brother, I am a hug when I see you and goodbye and a punch. <laughs> like, I punch his shoulder more often than I do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... That night is when Brandon and Emily's date happens. And we don't know where they go beforehand because they're just driving around. And Emily's talking about how hard it is being a new kid in a school. And Brandon's like, the only thing that's harder is being a new kid in Beverly Hills. True. But I think you're doing an okay job. She's doing a great job. Yeah, I think she's doing great. It's Brenda that's being horrible. Definitely. Um, And then they go to the exact same makeout spot (laughs) where (laughs) she tells him, I just want to be clear. I came here with Dylan last night. I know. I love that she like actually brought it up because I, I don't know if I would have. I was like, that is some balls. Right? And then she's like, I don't remember exactly what she says, but the intimation of it is like, but you're a really good kisser. So let's make out anyway. I just like that Brandon just took it in stride. And yeah. He was like, that's... well, I guess I lost points in the originality department. Yeah. Yeah. Because then she's like, well, you make up for it in other departments. Blah, 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 all yeah. over your face. Um, but honestly, like it's blowing my mind how mature Dylan and Brandon are being about this whole thing. It's very, it's very weird. It's so weird. It's catching me totally off guard. I mean, like they kind of made that agreement where they're not going to talk to each other about (laughs) girls. Well, the thing is like, it's weird how much Brandon like matured over the summer of like, 
all of this stuff. Because, yeah, he comes up to Dylan in the hallway and is like, I know we made this agreement. I know that you get to hit me if I bring it mm-hmm. up again. Mm-hmm. But I just got to ask. But there's no yelling. There's no there's yelling. There's no yelling. There's no pushing. There's no, like, you're a disgusting slut. You know and what? I loved that Brandon was ready to just take the like, hit. <laughs> I loved that. I loved that he was like, you get a free one. Yeah. Go for it. And Dylan was just like, nah, man. <laughs> if you notice, we didn't get zero to angry Brandon. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, a couple episodes ago, really mm-hmm. not that long ago, he's flipping his shit over Sandy uh-huh. and, like, has been proven wrong every single time. Maybe this time it finally stuck that he's just wrong every time. Yeah. And he did get his, like, you know, upper hand thing with Sandy of when he, like, holds out the keys and drops them and walks away. So maybe he's over it now and it's just like, okay, time to grow up. Maybe. I say that and in, like, two episodes it's going to happen again. Or maybe we can only have one angry Walsh twin at a time. Oh, Fair. That's probably right. Yeah. I, I like that better. Yeah, because Brent, <laughs> Brenda's being the irrational one about Dylan and a girl this time. Like, so. she's, ugh. But I do. Oh, that that's probably it. Like, Brandon gets off on, like, being the, you know, high moral ground thing. And oh, so yeah. And so he sees that and he's just like, I can be the better Walsh right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is my time to shine. Yeah. I never get this opportunity. I'm yeah. going to be the good twin. <laughs> <laughs> never get this opportunity. God, Brandon. Yeah, because that's when um, they, like, have the barbecue. Yeah. And she goes anyway. And Dylan and Brandon are both there with Emily Valentine. And everything is fine. And everybody likes her. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad like her. Like, dad is just like, Food? Food? Do you want food? Here, here's more food. Please eat the food. And then Brenda just goes off. She's being so... It's like she's being passive aggressive and then she's like, fuck this. I'm being full aggressive. I honestly expected a physical fight. I did too. Like, but I, I know I, that's not what they would do with them. Nah. But like... I do love that Emily just straight up calls her out though. Oh, absolutely. I love that Emily calls her out on it. And it's just like, how insane can you be? Yeah. She's just like, are you kidding me? Like, A, I'm right here. B, you're the only one being ridiculous. Well, and it's like, how would I have shown up and known to go find Dylan and do this just to slight you? Like, I love when she says, you know, instead of handing me a class schedule, they should have given me a scorecard so I could know who dated who. Because that was savage. Brenda takes it as such a personal attack. Mm -hmm. And then Dylan tries to stop her and she's like, stay out of this, Dylan. This has nothing to do with you. And he's like. Mm, not so maybe a little like, bit it does though <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like actually all about me but it's like he also he confronted her yeah. he asked her on a date she didn't seek him out she was That's... arriving late to school and so was he and he found her no all of this is shaming her for things that boys do exactly like and it's... the boys have no responsibility quote unquote yeah there's no repercussions on them for anything yep like they are totally fine whatever she's like she doesn't blame dylan one second Mm-mm. for moving on from her exactly which like i mean he he's blameless in moving on from her she dumped him but right, that's not the right point. right well she's yeah freaking out she's she shouldn't be angry but she's also being angry at the wrong person yeah well, if I mean, she's gonna be angry she should be angry at herself right truthfully. right right but then after that it would be being angry at dylan and then all the way after that it would be being angry at emily valentine yep but yeah so emily leaves because why would she stay there and put up with any of that? Mm-hmm. And everyone saw Brenda 
just fly off the handle and are just like, oh, that didn't look really good. And Maybe Cindy, we should. Yeah. I kind of love that Jim and Cindy are like, we can't leave the kitchen. They're just like standing what in the corner. What do we do? Like, they're like, <clears throat> it looks like they're doing the slow back away. But yeah. then they realize, oh, fuck, we're in the corner. <laughs> we hit the door. We hit the door. What do we do? And then Cindy like just has a look on her face of like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then this is like the closest, I think, the um, Cindy and Jim do to actually punishing mm-hmm. because Brenda gets a talking to from well, Cindy. Cindy. I, I really like that when they have the talking to, she does hear some reason. I love that Cindy is just like, we got to handle this. And there's no mm-hmm. yelling. There's just like an actual conversation, which, mm-hmm. I mean, the Walshes rarely yell anyway. But I really like that Cindy is just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, you need to stop. And she's coming at it from a perspective of, like, Emily Valentine is not necessarily boy crazy. She's just trying to meet people and make friends in a new environment when she's the new person. And this is her first day of school. First so, week of school. Speaking of boy crazy, apparently it was originally in the script that she was also going to make out with Steve. Oh, dear. Yeah. I'm like, glad they just flirted outside of class Me instead. too. My funny Valentine. <laughs> I mean, because truthfully, Steve is good at banter. So just because he's good at banter doesn't mean that the girl has to then kiss him. Well, and honestly, like, she doesn't really seem like his type. Nope. Yeah. No. I mean, like, she's amazing, so she should be everybody's yeah. type. But she doesn't seem like Steve's type specifically. Yeah. yeah. Steve's afraid of edgy girls. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I mean. Like, he would be like, oh, skeleton earrings? That's too much for me. Orange, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Orange, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I'm, I'm glad they took that out because that would have been too much. And that would have made her look bad. Definitely. Because, like, well, I don't know. Because it's still, like, she can do whatever she wants. As long as... Everyone is consenting adults. She can do whatever she wants. Right. Like, if she wants to go kiss all these boys, whatever. It just would have been much, a bit much. It would have been a bit much. For one episode. If yeah. it was a couple episodes and she was getting to Steve eventually, sure. Mm-hmm. But for one episode, it's a lot. Well, and I'm glad, like, they left Steve out of it. Yeah. Like, leave Steve alone. Yeah. He doesn't need this. No. He already had the boob ball. That was enough <laughs> for me this episode. Um, yeah, so then... They go back, and I guess it's Friday at this point, and it's hello day, Mm -hmm. and all the girls are in their little outfits, like the music video, and they're super cute, and they're all like, no, no, we remember the barbecue. We don't really want to do this with you. Yeah. Like, without Emily Valentine, we don't have There's no act, yeah. And they were ready to just, like, step off and, you know, never do this again. Mm Mm-hmm. But because Emily is great... She shows up anyway. Yeah, because Brendan goes and talks to her and, like, makes that comment of, like, if I don't come back with you, like, they'll never talk to me again. Yeah. But they they have uh, this conversation where Emily had no reason to say it, but she does tell Brenda that she's a virgin and yeah. she's just on birth control so that if and when she's ready, she is actually physically ready, mm-hmm. like we talked about earlier. And, you know, they have this whole heart-to-heart and, like, Brenda stops being the worst. Yeah, and like you said, she doesn't deserve it, but I'm glad it's said because regardless, I felt like Brenda needed a reason to stop being mad. I was like, going to say, that's like a real like egg on her face. Kind yeah, of exactly. Of like, oh, you're not a dirty slut. And I'm, I'm the one that messed up. I'm a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, and Emily's just like, you know, Brenda, I kind of thought you were like a cool girl. And Brenda's like, fuck. 
I'm not <laughs> acting like a cool girl. <laughs> I'm acting like a bitchy mean girl. Uh-huh. She is. She's such a mean girl. I she was is a mean so girl. upset with her this episode. I was too. It was just so beneath Brenda because we had seen Brenda be so... Like we had She's seen Brenda so mature. and getting mad at other people for not living up to a mature standard. And she herself is not living up to that standard. In and this you episode. know what? None of this would have happened with Brenda if they hadn't forced her to break up with Dylan in the punishment episode. Yep. yep. I agree. All the writer's fault. Full circle. I hate them all. I know. I also love that that punishment episode had like a total of eight episodes worth of effect because yeah. they get back together at the end of this episode because they she do. realizes, thanks to Emily Valentine, mm-hmm. that Dylan's a great guy. Exactly. And, and that that's what she wanted all the time. And she's ready. And, and even though she may not be ready for like a full blown sexual relationship, she loves Dylan. Well, and you know what? If she would just be on the pill, I bet that would relieve a lot of anxiety for her. Huh. Go Funny. figure. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that they have to have sex. Like, I'm not sure. saying that she go right back to it. But if Brenda was on the pill, she would have that extra layer of protection. She wouldn't be as freaked out about having a sexual relationship yep. with Dylan because that's what they wrapped the whole thing up to be. Well, exactly, because that's ex- that was literally the point of Emily. Yeah. Like, she was like, yeah, I'm on the pill because when I'm emotionally ready, I want to be physically ready. Yeah. And Brenda, up to this point, has n- never been physically ready, nor emotionally she, I was ready. Say, she- barely been emotionally ready because they let her be emotionally ready for the dance and Mm -hmm. then immediately took it away from her because how dare a woman enjoy having sex and not for the first time especially yeah anyway but yeah so we get to the performance um because they do make up that was totally not their voices no absolutely not that's not even close (laughs) it was horrible lip syncing too so bad it was so bad like i i couldn't really watch it and then andrea and brandon are in the audience because I guess they needed more screen time. Yeah. Like, everything just needed more screen time. But, like, they looked so damn cute. They were cute. And their little, like, backup dancer, like, dances, like, choreography was cute. Well, even Emily in her outfit. Like, she was not prepared to go on stage at all. But she's like, oh, I just happened to be in this really cute biker shorts (laughs) and, like, long string of pearls outfit thing. I hate a motorcycle hat, but I really liked a motorcycle hat on her. It works on her. I The the chain wasn't too big, so it was perfect. Yeah. Like costume killed this episode yeah like definitely all of them when brenda came on the first day of school and she was in her little like like kind of newspapery suit outfit with, with the a tie, tie. yeah like crushed it mm-hmm. all the girls in their jackets crushed it emily valentine flawless the peach pit uniforms okay that is the uniform that i want to just like walk around in <laughs> The bowling shirt. (laughs) Yeah, I love it so much. And I also love that the Peach Pit has, like, finished its makeover. It's good to Oh, yeah, it's done. It took eight episodes. Yeah, they were like, (laughs) if it's ever finished, next episode, done. Yep. Like, not really, like, cracked the whip on it. like, a weekend. Yeah. (laughs) He was freaking out, and there's, like, "Mm -mm, it's fine. Whatever. But, yes, they finish the uh, performance, and... Emily's like, oh, what is everybody doing tonight? And Donna and Kelly have to go do whatever. And then Brenda's like, oh, I'm probably going to do homework, watch TV. I heard Knott's Landing is on. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. (laughs) Best friends. Oh, my God. And then Mm -hmm. Dylan shows up at the other end of the hall and the emotional music, whatever. And, yeah, like, Emily has to be like, he's a really great guy. Mm -hmm. And then Brenda just, Brenda goes to him. 
like a magnet pulling her to him. And then they go back to the same makeup spot. <laughs> Dylan a has third time. Dylan has, has one move. Else. It's one move. It's like there's <laughs> got to be more than one pretty location. Yeah. To like go do stuff to each other. <laughs> it's like in a knocked up or he's throwing the dice too much. Yeah. Just the only, only move. <laughs> and they have a talk. Like it felt like Dylan, his lines were too like, moody and whatever and slow yeah he was supposed to be the like broody teenager of like and what did you figure out Mm -hmm. like whatever who cares i've always loved you brenda but whatever because dilda's back together yeah (laughs) hashtag dilda lives dilda (laughs) risen from the ashes like a phoenix (laughs) hashtag dilda phoenix <laughs> oh my god. No, it made me so happy. I like in all caps with like uh like periods in between everything. I was like, Brenda and Dylan are back together. <laughs> yeah, mine was yo, Delta back in full swing. Let's yeah, go. I love it. Yep. And that's it. That's it. That's, it stops. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Yep. Okay. So what would you grade it? So I was thinking about this and I don't know I don't know that I have anything clever, but I would give it like a B plus. And the reason I give it a B plus is even though I was really mad at Brenda being mad. Yeah, I said that right. Yeah. <laughs> I messed up my a words B in my plus head. For Brenda being a bitch. Perfect. Bitchy Brenda. Yep. B plus for bitchy Brenda. But I just love that Emily Valentine's here because she's one of my favorite side characters. Yeah. Of the whole show. I mean, honestly, like, I'm sure she is a side character. I don't know that I would necessarily call her one. Well, like, just in she, the sense that she's not one of the main friends. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would go that. I actually gave it um, a lower grade just mm. because everything made me so angry. Like, the slut shaming yeah. was a waste of my time. Brenda was not acting like Brenda, even True. though, you know, you find out that the whole thing is because of Dylan. But the whole, like... She said she broke up with him to, like, learn how to be herself and, like, have this emotional growth and blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as he dates somebody else, she acts like a child. Yeah, that's true. So I actually gave it a C because Brenda was being a C word. Oh, no. Ooh, Ooh girl. Hot I don't want to say that word. See, yeah. I was, like, going for childish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but- the C word for all you listeners out there is childish. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a fine word to say. I don't personally like saying it, so I'm not going to. But I think that's what she was. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. She was. She was totally being it. She was being a bitch and a C word. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say C for C word. Perfect. Yeah, but that's that wraps up that episode. And next week we have season two, episode nine, Ashes to Ashes. That feels very ominous. It does, especially after this one was called Wildfire. Oh, I didn't see that. Ooh, good catch, Mary. Yeah, so we'll see what happens next week. But in the meantime, after you listen to this episode, you can also hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Back2Podcast. Or you can send us an email at Back2Podcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. And you can always leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. If you leave us a review, we will read it on the podcast. Yeah, give you a big old shout out. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I guess that's it. That's it. So from all of us at Back to Podcast, I'm Ariel. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya.